engaging with an individual in a group viewing setting is always a challenge. Atmosphere's CEO describes how his new solution, Chive Trivia, does it by synchronizing the TV screen with people's phones. is End Screen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at End Screen Media. And today is December 18th, 2023. How can you reach individuals when most people watch with somebody else? Well, Atmosphere's CEO, Blake Sabatinelli, was faced with an extreme case of this problem and came up with a deceptively simple solution to it. In this interview with him, recorded on December 13th, 2023, he walks through the solution from a technical and business perspective. And if you'd like to learn more about Atmosphere TV, listen to my interview with Blake, which was recorded at the Stream TV show in Denver in June on 2023. Just come to the End Screen Media website, look on the analysis tab and look for the End Screen Noise titled Targeting TV Viewers Outside of the Home. But first... Endscreen Media is partly supported by its sponsors, and we've had some great ones in the past, including Gracenote, Verizon, TiVo, Metrological, and many others. If you'd like to become a sponsor and help keep the lights on here at Endscreen Noise, why don't you send an email to sales at endscreenmedia.com. Com. Uh, now, there are many benefits to being a sponsor. Uh, you can run banners on my site and you can sponsor this podcast. So you will get those benefits uh, as well. So please consider taking a moment to reach out to your marketing department uh, or PR group and asking them to sponsor End Screen Noise. Now, on to the interview. I'm delighted to welcome Blake Sabatinelli. He's CEO of Atmosphere. Blake, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me as always, Colin. Now, uh, listeners will remember that I interviewed you uh, at the Stream TV show in July, June of this year. So if they want to get more details about Atmosphere, they can certainly go back and re-listen to that podcast. Just, looking for, just look for targeting TV viewers outside of the home on the End Screen Media website and you will find that. But why don't you, for those people that didn't listen to that, why don't you give them a thumbnail sketch of what Atmosphere TV is? Oh, sure. So if you haven't listened to it, I'm incredibly sad that you haven't dug in yet. <laughs> uh, but for those that have and, and everybody else, so Atmosphere, we make TV. It's a really simple premise. But we make TV and we deliver it via a connected TV platform that we've built from the ground up. So everything from the hardware to the software to the ad delivery is ours. And we put it in a place that a lot of people never really thought about. We put it in people's businesses. So, you know, the, the phrase that we have internally is we make TV. The couch just looks a little bit different. And so our, our fully integrated platform uh, currently features about 45 channels today, uh, including uh, the one we'll be talking about here uh, at length, Chive Trivia. Very good. So you said it. Let's talk about Chive Trivia, which has just been announced today, which I guess is um, Monday. Yes. So uh, look, trivia, everyone knows what trivia is. And I think probably most of your listeners at some point in time have gone to a bar or restaurant and played some form of trivia. Uh, and it's fun. Everybody enjoys it. You watch, you know, Jeopardy is one of the top rated shows in syndication because people love trivia. Uh, but we wanted to take a new spin on trivia, take a new spin on a real classic here, in, uh, you know, here in America. 
and make it something that's both, uh, you know, intensely local uh, with global competition elements. So our Tribe TV platform is an opportunity for you to go into a bar restaurant or wherever else is running it and to play trivia against the person that's sitting next to you. But at the same time, you're playing that same trivia game against our network around the United States and here pretty soon the globe. And so we've created this dynamic of being able to, uh, you know, compete against the person that's sitting next to you and create that camaraderie in a, in a, in a local space like a bar, but also the ability for you to look at a leaderboard and realize that you're losing to someone that's, you know, three, four, five states away, which for me as, as, as a competitive human being, uh, if I'm crushing everyone in the bar, because I know I am, I love trivia, there's always going to be someone there that I'm competing against. And so it just creates an incredible dynamic of, uh, of, of a place of being and the, the connection that we expect in today's, you know, environment. Right. And it's incredibly easy for this to happen. So you have regularly scheduled games The if the channel is tuned in the bar, people, everybody can see. And t- tell us how you get connected into the game. Sure. So uh, like you said, we're, you know, it's available in any location that has the channel on. And today that's uh, between four and 6,000 locations at any given time. And we made it really, really easy. If you want to play, you open your camera app, you scan the QR code. It immediately takes you to the app store to download the atmosphere app and you'll create a username and it will immediately throw you into that game. And if you already have the atmosphere app and you miss the QR code, you can just put in the code to the game and we'll again, immediately get you into the competition that's happening right there. We've done everything we can to make this as like drop dead simple as possible, because here's the reality. If you're in a third space, you're sitting at the bar, you're talking to your friend, uh, you see something cool, and you might not have your phone right next to you. So you have to make sure that you make it accessible in a multitude of different ways. But again, incredibly easy. You download an app and you're logged in and you're playing against everyone across the globe. And uh, I played it with you a couple of days ago and it was ridiculously easy and a lot of fun as trivia trivia questions, tri- trivia games are. Um, so that's that's really, as I say, it's really, really easy to get into it. But it's, all, it's not really easy to make it all work. So my first question is, how do you get it all synchronized? I mean, you're, synchronized, you're synchronizing between mobile and probably broadband networks. You're synchronizing between a TV and a mobile device. You're syn- synchronizing between local and global players. This does not sound trivial at all. No, it's not trivial. Um, and look, I'd love to be able to uh, take any credit for this because the people who developed this are some of the smartest people in tech. But our, te- our our product and engineering team worked tirelessly to prove the first thing in this was that, hey, can we create a game that's asynchronous? And can it be asynchronous everywhere? Uh, and the answer is yes. So what we've done is actually built an application layer that talks to a centralized resource no matter where you're at. And we don't reveal the information at any given time until it's being triggered across the entire network. So that makes it so within, you know, you know, a uh, hundred milliseconds of time that myself here in Austin and, and you out West are able to play a game uh, and receive a question at the exact same time, see elements on the TV and mobile device. So if you're looking at a question and, and time's running down, see the ticker going down at the same time, see questions dis- or answers disappearing at the same time. And so we're, we had to put it, we had put a, you know, six months worth of work into making sure that's actually worked. 
but you know, a lot of web sockets, a lot of cloud data, uh, cloud management, and uh, an extremely large amount of development time for a, a pretty large team here internally. Yeah, and having tried to get uh, quiz time going on Steam during the pandemic, I can tell you <laughs> that did not operate very kindly in a remote situation. It was very, very difficult to get that to work, um, although it broadly has the same architecture. Now, scalability, this you could potentially have a lot of people playing. Does it scale? Uh, it does. And so question number two, can we build something that's durable under significant load. And so we've done load tests at this point up to 50,000 players. That's remained stable. So if we have 50,000 concurrents, uh, as I told you while we were playing the game, uh, and I think it would all be attributable to you, I'd be an incredibly happy human being. But we have the availability to scale this up in such a way uh, that it's, it's, it's about as limitless as we could think of. Uh, now, clearly, if you get, end up in a situation where you have, you know, a million people playing at one time. Maybe it's a different set of calculus, but we feel very confident about the ability to have a significant number of people playing at the same time and to be able to deliver the information asynchronously across everything. And that's important for us because we're looking at this as more of an opportunity to create a, a trivia environment instead of just go to a bar and have a game. And, and that all starts uh, by really taking the best of what's been developed a long time along the way by companies like uh, HQ Trivia and others and really create moments in time where trivia matters. So can we at some point in time next year uh, on Wednesdays at six o'clock, get everybody that's in our locations to play trivia at the same time? And in order to get them to play, we'll give away 500 bucks or an iPad or something like that. But can we create that a true FOMO moment where people take out their phone and play. And that requires the elasticity of the network that we've built. It, right. And uh, uh, I can tell you that uh, that that aspect of things works extremely well. It's it's very, very easy to get into the game. Um, now, let's talk about the business model for the bars that might want to leverage this. Of course, it's free because it's Atmosphere TV. It's coming in on Atmosphere's network. Uh, but, but why else might I, as a barkeep, want to have Atmosphere's trivia, uh, chive trivia, playing in my bar? Yeah, so, look, if you're if you're a bartender at a bar or you're a proprietor of a restaurant, one of the things you're constantly focused on is increasing ticket size. And so the ability to have something on that gets people to be competitive, to have that communal experience around them, and, and that ability, that feeling of they might want to stick around a little bit longer, that means you might be able to sell an extra beer or have someone order a dessert, or more importantly, just create an awesome vibe within the location. Because nothing's angry, more angering to me than walking into a bar or pub. And you, the whole point of going and having a drink at the pub is to associate with the people around you to see people from the neighborhood. And while I understand that's a little bit different here in the States, it still rings true. And you walk in and everyone's staring at their phone. And so if you're the proprietor of a location, what you really want is people to be looking up, enjoying the surroundings. And there's nothing better than a game that's competitive and fun to get people to want to do that. So there's a thousand reasons why I can tell you, uh, you know, owners and operators should keep any of Tribe's channel or Atmosphere's channels on. But trivia for us is a real opportunity to get people to uh, to look up and lean in as, a, as opposed to look up and watch. So that's why it makes sense for a barkeep to have 
uh, chive, chive trivia playing in the bar. Why does it make sense for Atmosphere to do this? I mean, you've got a pretty nice business selling advertising against the locations that you're currently in. You're in many, many different locations. What does this do for you? Uh, it does a couple different things. It allows us to understand who's coming and going in these locations. You know, one of the big challenges uh, with providing connected TV solutions in a third space is you don't have that direct one-to-one -one attributable data. And we work around that in a lot of different ways. But we don't necessarily know that at some point in time, there's three Ford auto intenders watching the television uh, during a commercial break on, Ch on Chai Trivia. And this gives us a better idea of how we can do that. And if you're an advertiser, like, look, we love our business. Advertising is fantastic. But if you're an advertiser today, we do a great job of providing spot advertising and custom advertising solutions that drive real results. But this is a way to go deeper and further with those consumers both for us as a platform to create a deeper relationship with those viewers, but for advertisers as well who want to know more, have secondary advertising opportunities with a customer. So if we have them playing trivia, you know, a bar or restaurants uh, or beverage provider, whoever else is, is advertising can piggyback on that, offer a special if they're coming back again uh, to play the trivia game, really help them drive further down the funnel so they can create more sales, so they can move more product and do all the things that advertisers already do on our platform, but do it in an even more intimate way. This all sounds great. If I'm a barkeep, I can't think of anything better than free for something like a, a trivia game. It's going to keep people in my, in my location longer. So this sounds like a pretty interesting technical architecture that you've developed here. So give us an idea of what the future is for Tribe chive trivia for the technical architecture can you apply it in other ways and what's up what's what's ahead for atmosphere I'll, I'll answer you backwards here what's next for atmosphere i always like to jokingly say it's global domination but look we're looking to become the entertainment ecosystem for for bars restaurants doctors offices and other businesses uh you know the ability that we've created to take screens that were pre previously just airing the same thing that was airing at home and make them addressable for advertisers is a real benefit for everybody. And we have a huge belief that we'll continue to grow and grow and grow our business because the tools that we provide for free are amazing. But if you look at the technical technical infrastructure of what Chive Trivia is, look, we have very lofty expectations for Chive Trivia. It's going to do incredible things. But the framework we've built can do so much more than just trivia. And so I would, if I was you, I would not be surprised to see things uh, that involve that same kind of global community and growth that you're seeing with trivia move over to things like sports betting or bingo or other, uh, you know, lean forward, family-friendly games that can get everybody involved. Sports betting clearly is not family-friendly. Let me make that clear. <laughs> but there are real opportunities. I, I was actually discussing this with, with, a, with a colleague earlier. I, you know, one of the ideas that I've uh, I've had on this architecture is what if we did a sports betting channel, but instead of doing the sports betting that everybody does, what if we only did prop bets? And if we put up a prop bet that said, hey, 201 odds that, uh, you know, uh, Dak Prescott, uh, you know, loses his cleat and gets poked in the eyes on this play. I think if it's the it's not the well, it didn't happen. It's the excitement of it did happen. And the opportunity that creates for, for an establishment to have something that's 
so insane and so fun. And that's literally just the beginning, like whether it's live gameplay or other things like we've built the infrastructure, we've done the hard part. Now it's about taking the hard part and applying it to other ideas along the way. Very good. So it sounds like uh, if you're listening to this, you should be looking for a bar that's going to be providing chive trivia. I think you're going to have a lot of fun. One of the things I was very impressed with it is, as I say, the fact that I could easily connect with my phone, but I could see how other people in the room, namely, well, we, we were in a virtual session, but I could see how you and Zach, we were playing with Zach as well, was doing in the game. And there was also a leaderboard showing me how people around the world were were doing as well. So very, very unique experience, really felt very authentic. So if you can find it, find it and play. And Blake, I hope you come back and talk to us again soon about uh, some of the other fun things you're doing. It's, it's always a pleasure. You're a hard man to impress. So getting you excited about trivia, <laughs> even though I know you're a big trivia guy, is very exciting. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, we had a fourth player it was it was someone from my team named Phil, and he lost very badly. So I feel good about that. I know you did, and Zach did as well. And no, I you know thanks for having me on. Thanks for always uh, digging in and exploring fun things with me. And uh, I hope you'll have me again soon. Yeah, you're you're welcome. And I, if people want to stop by the End Screen Media website, I'll include. Uh, some screenshots of what it looks like if you're listening to the audio version of this not watching the video version and if you want to know more about atmosphere stop by the end screen media website listening to the end screen noise targeting tv viewers outside of the home or of course go to atmosphere tv blake thanks very much thank you colin this podcast is the property of end screen media all rights reserved